0: welcome to the mg show it is hot mic friday i just wanted to say hello to all you guys i was checking out president trump's motion to stay for the gag order and i was just really impressed with the, the court case numbers i think that's what you heard over there but hello everybody uh we do that periodically just to show you guys what we guys do in the back room right shady group welcome to the show that's exactly the reason we do that, Jeff. We, we want to just share more
1: with everybody. Welcome to fri on the MG Show, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for your enthusiasm and your commitment to the truth around the world. We have viewership and listeners from all over planet Earth that come here to find out what's going on in America because the people of the world recognize the importance of you and recognize that you stepping up and saving the world by saving America is the path that we're all on.
0: Yep, absolutely. And uh, we are not here to uh, heroize anybody in this movement, but Donald J. Trump. It's funny. We're still getting, uh, you know, uh, comments that are really funny, guys. It's, uh, you know, do some research. Why don't you? Unless you're a bot. I don't know. But Shady Grove, we're here to uh, honor, uh, on the 5th, uh 20 2001 shady groove um we lost a, a patriot shady groove but why don't you uh talk about what we're going to do today and then i'll go into field of greens
1: yeah we we are going to uh play the documentary from bill cooper this documentary was put together by some of the very very close close friends of bill cooper some of the people that were actually there and uh, saw the stuff that was going on um you know uh, you're going to learn a lot and, and i think that one of the main reasons we wanted to show you guys this is because we want you to see a little bit of the backstory of what it is that's going on. And as well as we pay attention to this today, I'd like for you to take all the information that you've gained over the last five years and kind of just like look at at what Bill Cooper was doing and look at his life and look at what happened at the end of his life and plug that into what's going on right now and what you're seeing from your FBI and your CIA and your DOJ and your State Department. I think that it's a really big conversation that we all need to have about the power that these government entities have and about the way that they wield it uh, unnecessarily. For their own causes, not necessarily for the truth or for justice. And I think that that's a big part of what Bill Cooper represents to me and Jeff and to this show.
0: Yeah. And, you know, we were red pilled before Q uh, and all of that. And, uh, you know, uh, Shady and I have a lot, you know, in common with how we've both come to the truth. You know, Shady uh, grew up in the mountains and I was a businessman, very successful in New York City, doing $36 million a year. Uh, selling Cisco systems, eliminating jobs for a living. And, you know, Shady is it had his own awakening. So what we're finding out is that our awakenings are very similar. And it doesn't matter who you are, where you live. The truth is the truth, no matter what, Shady. And Bill Cooper, in my opinion, was a man of truth, it, it, amazing man. A man of truth and a man of integrity,
1: a man that had integrity and was not afraid, didn't kowtow to people's feelings. It didn't kowtow to people's uh, misunderstandings of things, was very direct and talked to people very direct in a way that uh, I feel like that uh, we amplify here on the MG show.
0: Yeah, uh, it, it is. It's true. And, you know, everybody's in here trying to fight for truth. I had two people come out and say, hey, you know, is Leticia James, was she arrested? No, it's real raw news, guys. Two people asked me the same question to find out if it's real. And she's in court today with Eric Trump. So, you know, guys, we need to use our discernment. Uh, All these different narratives that they put on you are designed for you to um, give up. They're designed for you to go, oh, my God, I wish that was true and give up. Devolution didn't happen. uh, You know, Patriot Patel was saying, oh, yeah, before 2023, he's going to be back in presiden- presidency, tr- Trump. It, it didn't happen. Why are we still following mm-hmm. it? We need to focus on our discernment. We need to focus on truth. And we need to get this president elected. This election, 2024, is the most important election. If you, We've got to get off our asses, guys, and get to work. <laughs>
1: One 100% and well said that that's exactly the inspiration and the motivation every single American needs. And if we don't stand up and speak up for our country, I'm, I'm promising you nobody else will do it for us.
0: And um, Mikey Mariano, the MG show where narratives come to die, boom, and that's it. And we're going to get right into it right after these. Uh, this word. But we are sponsored, thank God, by Field of Greens. Fieldofgreens.com is real. It's organic. It's a superfood. It's an amazing way to get your metabolism restarted so you can get back to the gym, start losing weight and feeling great. Uh, it comes with a health back money-backed health guarantee where if your doctor doesn't say, hey, keep doing what you're doing, otherwise... You know, uh, you'll get your money back because you will feel good. You will want to go walk your your parakeet, Shady Groove. You're going to want to walk your parakeet, your hamster, your dog. You're going to want to get out and get in the sun, get that natural vitamin D, and you're going to want to uh, use code MG Show Fieldofgreens.com using code code MG Show. We've gotten a lot of great feedback, personal feedback as well for myself and Shady, and the listeners here have have given us great feedback. Use the the veggie powder as uh people like to call it it's fruit and veggies fruit and veggie powder field of it's amazing use code mg show and with that we'll be back after these boom messages
2: The Brighteon store understands the importance of getting all the nutrients you need to support the healthy functions of your body. Our nutrient-dense superfoods and supplements can help nourish your body and promote your optimal health and well-being. 100% customer satisfaction guarantee on all purchases. You deserve the best. BrighteonStore.com, support this amazing platform and amazing patriots for humanity.
3: Use promo code MGSHOW at checkout for additional savings.
4: Government-induced inflation, taxes, rising interest rates, and political instability. They all have a crushing effect on our investments, often causing the stock market to go down. They can also cause gold and silver to go up. There's a time to be in stocks, bonds, and mutual funds, and there's a time to get out. This is the time to hold gold and silver.
0: Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to the MG show where we love Hot Mike Friday. And uh, you can get your mypillow.com. Go to mypillow.com and get uh, that code in there, MG show, and you'll have some great savings. Uh, We support freedom of speech as does Mike Lindell. Uh, and, uh, we love that, uh, in that man and, and dot It's a great product use code MGShow or call 800-873-0478, 800-873-0478. Shady groove. Let's, let's get back here because I want to just uh, cover one thing before we actually go into the program about, uh, God bless Bill Cooper. Uh, this is Q post February 16th, 2018 from uh the 1990 w- book a book behold a pale horse the government encouraged the manufacture and importation of military firearms for criminal use this is intended to foster a feeling of insecurity which would lead to the american people to voluntarily disarm themselves by passing laws against firearms using drugs and hypnosis on mental patients in the process called orion the cia uh in in, in uh incul- Incul- inculated, excuse me, the desire uh, in these people to open fire on schoolyards and thus inflame the anti-gun lobby. This plan is well underway and so far is working perfectly. The middle e, the middle class, is begging the government to do away with the Second Amendment. Uh, and this is it. This is the you know uh, the anon talking about behold a pale horse. Uh, Bill Cooper, former Na- United States Naval Intelligence briefing. We're going to go over all that because it, it's in the in the uh, documentary. But it says big you talking about bill cooper behold a pale horse if you don't have that book get that book and shady let's um you know your final words and let's just go right into the documentary
1: i i absolutely agree with you i uh, recommend 100 for you guys if you have not read behold a pale horse to get the book and to read it it's not only a great read but it's an awesome resource manual so that you can go back and remember things because it's a unbelievable amount of information in that fairly small book considering how much is packed in there so t- completely recommend that and uh please just um like i said take take this in a little bit and understand the time that bill cooper was talking and what was going on back then remember this is uh uh bill cooper passed away right after 9 11 on november 5th 2001 and the coming up november 5th he would have been 80 years old celebrating his 80 80th birthday on sunday guys thanks
0: for watching wait a second is that right 80th birthday? yes oh, okay wow god bless bill cooper check it out
6: talk to you about today comes from my heart, from my experience in life, from playing this role as messenger, which I take very seriously, from my efforts to wake up the American people, from my family, from all the letters that I get, the people that I talk to, just like I've talked to many of you here today, I've learned some things. I think these things need to be passed on to you, and I think you need to start examining yourself, your agenda, your mission. Who are you? What are you about? What do you believe about America? Is it true? Are you helping to divide us more, are you helping to bring us together? Do you really understand what this country is all about?
3: listen to shortwave radio throughout the 1990s, you were bound to invariably come across the sound of a captivating voice in the wilderness. That authoritative and self-assured voice for five nights a week would educate us, enlighten us, and most importantly, warn us of things to come.
7: So they disguised their true intent and their true teachings, the esoteric, with a system of... Exoteric descriptions, that to the profane would mean one thing, and to the initiate or the adept would mean quite another, but that was then, this is now, what sort of creature inhabits the modern domain, who is the modern man?
3: That voice spoke to us of matters esoteric and exoteric, political and supernatural scientific, and lawful. That voice was world-renowned author, radio show host, and ex-naval intelligence officer Milton William Cooper, otherwise known as Bill Cooper.
6: From that, I was reared in the military family. My father's an Air Force Colonel. He's retired now. He was a command pilot. From, and I traveled all over the world, lived on military bases for most of my life. I was really... Uh, uh, an indoctrinated individual, you might say. I was, I was uh, as establishment as you could get, as gung-ho, pro-government, pro-America, uh, uh, pro-military. And that's why I went into the military, um, because that had been so much of my life. I went into the Air Force, I was in the Strategic Air Command for four years uh, as an aircraft and missile hydraulic technician.
3: Bill left the Air Force in 1965 to join the United States Navy. Cooper was a member of the Office of Naval Security and Intelligence serving as a Harbor and River Patrol Boat Captain at Da Nang and the Dong Ha River Security Group Qua Viet Republic of Vietnam. William Cooper was awarded several medals for his leadership and heroism during combat including two with V for Valor. He served on the Intelligence Briefing Team for the Commander-in-Chief of the Pacific Fleet It was during this time Bill would witness something that would forever change his life.
6: While we were on a transit from the Portland Seattle area, on the surface I actually saw, I was the port lookout, uh, and I saw the most incredible thing that I think I've ever seen in my life. Uh, And it it had such a profound effect upon my view of the universe and the world that we live in. that I wish everybody could experience this. I saw come up out of the ocean from beneath the surface of the sea a huge disc shaped craft about the size of a midway class aircraft carrier which is tremendous in size. Came up out of the ocean and rose into the air and tumbled on its axis and went up into the clouds and I was awestruck, dumbstruck. And uh, I mean dumbstruck, literally I could not utter a sound. I uh, my first um, Impulse was to tell the officer of the deck that I'd seen a flying saucer, and then, luckily for me, I couldn't talk. So I told the officer of the deck that I'd seen something about 15 degrees off the port bow at a relative distance of about two and a half nautical miles, and uh, um, he began to look in that area. And the starboard lookout had heard me tell him this, and he began to look over there, um, and it did something that that as far as I knew, was absolutely impossible. I'd been in the Air Force, I'd worked on the state of the art of our of our uh, aviation capabilities, and here I was on the deck of a submarine in the conning tower, and I knew what we had to be able to have to go underwater, and I knew that the two were incompatible. Here's something that came from under the water and flew in the air and performed maneuvers and then came back down and interfaced with the water at tremendous speed uh, and remained intact, Uh, which realistically, it, it, it never touched the water. The water sort of magically opened up in front of it, but something had to interface with that water. Anything that we had that interfaced with the water in that manner would have been disintegrated. It's like hitting a brick wall. So I was looking at a technology that as far as our laws of physics and what we knew at that time didn't exist. This was in 1966. But when we reached Pearl Harbor, we were not allowed to go ashore to to, uh, go on liberty, even though we didn't have the duty. And about two hours after we berthed at the submarine base, a commander from the Office of Naval Intelligence came on board and uh, debriefed each one of us individually in the captain's stateroom and the, uh, the ultimate outcome of the debriefing was that we didn't see anything, we didn't hear anything, and we had to read rules and regulations uh, that told us that if we ever talked about what it was that we didn't see, um, that we could uh, be imprisoned, uh, we could be fined $10,000, we could lose all paying allowances due whatever to become due. And I learned at that moment that the United States Navy didn't want anybody to know um, about what we saw and that uh, severe consequences could come down around the neck of anybody who did.
3: This one event had started Bill on what would become a lifelong quest that would lead him into investigative territories such as extraterrestrial life, high-level government cover-ups, and the role secret societies play in all these scenarios. Bill had begun to publicly discuss his findings only to lose his leg after being forced off the road by people who would later visit him in the hospital, telling him to keep quiet. Bill went public once again, but made sure this time he was protected.
8: Uh, Originally back, I guess when Bill was first starting to release all of this material, Uh, He had released a document called The Secret Government, uh, subtitled The Origin, Identity, and Purpose of MJ-12. And Bill had spent a considerable amount of his fortune at that time, well, there was any fortune, but um, a considerable amount of his money into the tens of thousands of dollars to get this document released and disseminated across North America and the world. So he had mailed it to all sorts of congressmen, uh, key political figures, as well as some Uh, friends and family and things like that just so people would have this document in their hands
6: Uh, and that's how I protected myself or or at least that's what I thought would protect me and so far it's proven to be right was that if I got literally in front of the public overnight in front of a large public um, that they wouldn't do anything to me because it would substantiate what it was that I'm saying and they certainly don't want to do that but also create a martyr and martyrs create tremendously dangerous political movements that they don't want that either. Mm-hmm. Um, so literally within a 24-hour period, I spent $27,000 mailing a thick packet of information all over the world to people I'd never heard of, didn't know, went down and got some mailing lists and just mailed the stuff all over the world. And I've been in front of the public ever since. So I think basically those are the reasons. They don't believe that the public's really going to listen to me. Okay. And so far, that's, that's been true. There is a small group of people all over the world who are awakening, mm-hmm. who are beginning to understand that they've been living their life in fantasy land and who are actively seeking the truth. But by and large, when, when the secret power structure says, as I've put in the first chapter of my book, right out of one of their own technical manuals that a nation or world of people who do not use their intelligence are no better than animals who do not have intelligence and thus are stakes on the table by choice and consent they're absolutely right about the majority of people
8: bill was frightened for his life back in those days and he needed some way to get the information out to a large number of people and keep in mind this was in the days long before the internet so there was no real practical very easy way for people to do this kind of disseminating their information or, or documents that they had it was very difficult back in those days and the only way would have been through probably the printed word would have been the easiest way so that's what bill had done he'd made many, many many copies of this secret government the secret government
3: was an amalgamation of bills continued research into UFO phenomena and was first introduced at the MUFON symposium on July 2nd 1989 in Las Vegas Nevada The document highlighted his research into the UFO crash in the late 40s in Roswell, New Mexico, and documents that alluded to President Truman's knowledge of extraterrestrial life and his administration's efforts to keep it quiet. Cooper had seen these documents while serving in Naval Intelligence. But eventually,
6: when they began to have confidence in me, uh, I began to see things coming across my desk that were just absolutely incredible. And a lot of it is, is really hard to talk about because it's so far uh, outside the normal concept of reality for the average American that, um, that they're going to find a hard time uh, believing any of it. Mm-hmm. But I saw documents that were uh, labeled uh, under the classification top secret and uh, the compartmentalized uh, the compartment that that was put into was called Magic and AJIC, mm-hmm.
9: um,
6: which told me that um, that UFOs are real, which I already knew. I'd seen one, right. uh, but this went farther than that. It told me that they were extraterrestrial in origin, that there were four different extraterrestrial uh, species or races visiting this Earth, uh, and that they had actually entered into an agreement with the United States government with one of these uh, species. Um, of alien beings to exchange technology and told me all the projects that that, uh, was underneath this. Uh, uh, Project Red Light was actually the testing of extraterrestrial craft. Uh, uh, Project Plato was a diplomatic project. Uh, Pounce was the recovery of technology. Uh, Pluto was the uh, the application of that technology to our own secret space program, not the public space program. There are two different space programs, one is the, what the public gets to see mm-hmm. uh, which is uh, overseen by NASA and the other one is a secret space program that nobody gets to see which is really overseen by um, uh, the Navy department uh, under, under specialized uh, uh, compartmentalized black projects. I also saw uh, documents under an operation called Operation Majority, which uh, outlined the plans to bring together a one world government and also included extraterrestrial information within that. Um, uh, project Grudge, which was uh, the second project, first was signed, and then Project Grudge, which contained all of the extraterrestrial information up to a certain point, I forget the year cutoff, and then it was contained after that in another project uh, called project aquarius which was the accumulation of the whole history of alien inter- interaction on, on planet earth um, but i have to say at this point that i don't know if those documents were really telling the truth or not they could have been showing me these things so that eventually i would go out and talk about this and uh, maybe that will become clear to you later why they may have done that. It. Um, it could be real so
3: bill at this time was acquiring a reputation as a UFO specialist. Unlike others in the movement at that time, Bill's credibility was unique because of his experience in naval intelligence. In the late 1990s, however, Bill reconsidered much of what he was saying, as his research led him to believe the technology he and others were witnessing may have been the creation of our own government, created and tested in areas such as the infamous Groom Lake Area 51 in Nevada
8: where Bill filmed his documentary Project Red Light. Bill was actually the first one to go to Area 51 and start filming some of these UFOs or alien spacecraft whatever they may have been. Bill always maintained that it was a military base which it is we all know that now in the early days the uh, US military refused to even acknowledge it existed until Bill Cooper got an aerial, a satellite photograph from the Russians which proved it existed. We could see the uh, landing strips, all this kind of stuff and clearly there were there was some sort of infrastructure there. There were buildings and something was happening. So Bill decided and for a number of years was taking expeditions up to Area 51 and he would take people there and maybe one night they wouldn't see anything at all but most nights uh, there was some UFO activity.
3: Doyle Shamley, a Gulf War veteran and army reservist, had paralleled Bill's quest for answers. The two met at a research conference Doyle had been arranging, and soon the two became tight research allies. Doyle would eventually leave the reserve and join Bill in Arizona to conduct
10: full-time
3: research up until Bill's death.
10: Then he, he realized his research at the time was heavily with uh, Lars Hansen and many of them in the UFO realm. And he realized that most of them, and a lot of them upon admittal, and I have the documents, admitted to being, working for, either in the past, or still being on CIA payroll. And he exposed them heavily, speaking engagements, and accused them of falsifying uh, facts, as they called them, to steer people away from an eventual finding out of all the facts, and send them down all these wild goose chases.
6: In all the history of the world, folks, if we were really being visited by extraterrestrial life don't you think we would have found one by now? Don't you think so? And how come the government always gets there first? It's podunk time. It's in the middle of nowhere. There's a farmer milking his cow a flying saucer crashes and the government gets there before he can get from his cow to the crash site. <laughs> It's ridiculous, and I shudder to think that in the beginning, when I first came public, I may have been misleading somebody along those lines that that this whole thing is being brought about by extraterrestrials. I think some of us were really used in the service of our country, and I'm very
5: angry about that.
10: He then realized that The scope of it was not going to be handled by just searching the paranormal. We had to get more into our worldly realm, right here, right now, the politics, the economics, and that's when he shifted more towards government-type studies.
6: In the history of the world, there had never been a people who were truly free or who truly ruled themselves until the United States of America was created as a republic by which we rule ourselves through elected representatives. Than we sent to the state house either in the states or, or to Congress um, to do it. They also gave us every tool by which we would destroy ourselves if we weren't capable of doing it. The United States and France, the revolution in this country and the revolution in France, were created to bring about governments which would function as the antithesis to the kings and queens of the world and caused them to topple off their thrones. It also gave man a chance to prove once and for all whether he could rule himself or not. And if he could, fine, that would be the new world order. If he couldn't, they built the tools into the Constitution to allow them to take it away from us. And those tools are the creation of the federal democracy within the boundaries of Washington, D.C., and the right to contract, through which if we were irresponsible, we would contract to receive rights from that federal democracy and thus in return give up our freedom. And that's exactly what's happening.
3: After lecturing, releasing documents, and doing talk radio for a number of years, Bill had finally synthesized his research, life experiences, and philosophical insights into what would become one of the most popular underground conspiracy
8: books of all time, Behold a Pale Horse. Beyond a doubt, I think the work that introduced Bill Cooper to the world has to be Behold a Pale Horse. Now, Bill had released a a lot of other documents and things, but uh, up until 1991, when the book was published, self-funded, by the way, the book starts out with Bill describing himself, uh, who Bill Cooper is. He was reared in an Air Force family, goes through his early childhood years up to when he came back from Vietnam, and then where he got all of this information that he was putting into his book and why he felt compelled that he had to release this information.
6: This title is, is from the book of Revelations because I, I have to tell you this and, and you may think I'm nuts if you want to, uh, but this is the truth. Either these men are following the book of Revelation, the book of Revelation as is, is, it is in the, in the Bible,
9: mm-hmm.
6: they're either following it just like a plan and bringing the prophecies in there to pass, to manipulate and control those who believe in those prophecies and neutralize them, so to speak. In other mm-hmm. words, uh, if this is written in the Bible and God has ordained it, who am I to resist? It must come to pass. So I'm not going to. I'm not going to try to stop it. Okay. What a perfect way to neutralize the opposition right off the bat. Or, there really is a God. And what he said was going to come to pass is coming to pass. And I named this, Behold a Pale Horse, from um, chapter 13 of the book of Revelations. The fourth horse, the fourth horseman of the apocalypse is the pale horse. And I looked, and behold a pale horse, and his name that sat upon him was Death. And hell followed with him, and power was given unto them over the fourth part of the earth to kill with sword and with hunger and with the beasts of the earth. And that is taking place now today. The fourth horseman is riding across the world now. That's what AIDS is all about. That's what all these little brush fire wars all over the world are all about. That's what's happening. That's why cancer cures are suppressed. So it's not hidden at all. It's there for anybody who wants to look. And I get people who still come to me all the time and say, Bill, you're all wrong, it's the Jews. The Jews are subverting the world. Man, it's not the Jews, it's not the Catholics, it's not the blacks. It's these men who belong to the ancient mystery schools who meet in secret and decide the fate of the world. And they belong to all different races and all different nationalities and all different religions to the public point of view. But in secret, it's
3: a different story bill's second major contribution and arguably his most compelling was the 42 hours worth of dedicated broadcasts into the history origins and agendas of secret societies the series was simply called mystery babylon and began with an interpretation of the stanley kubrick classic 2001 a space
8: odyssey to simplify i guess we could say that bill took us on a journey through the language, religion, uh, and symbology of of the elite, the power structure. What do these people believe? He started out with something modern and then took us way back into the ancient texts uh, of the, the mystery schools, ancient Egypt, some of the, uh, the beliefs and mythology of ancient Egypt, tons and tons of Masonic works and uh, other mystery texts.
6: the hour of the time. I'm your host, William Cooper. Tonight, ladies and gentlemen, we begin the origin, the history, the dogma, and the identity of the ancient mystery religions which are now known as the Mystery schools, The Order of the Quest, Freemasonry, the Ancient Order of the Rose and Cross, the Knights Templar, Sovereign and Military Order of the Knights of Malta, the Order of St. John of Jerusalem, the Priory de Sion, the Thule Society, (are sometimes known as the Thule Society, the Order, the Skull and Bones, the Russell Trust, the Jason Society, the Scroll and Key, the Illuminati, And I could go on, and on, and on, and on. The most important thing to realize is that they all have been collectively known throughout the ages as the mystery schools, the Illuminati, which literally means Illumined Ones. They are all one and the same, as you will come to know, and you will understand perfectly how they've been able to infiltrate all of our society. What you
7: hear tonight does not necessarily reflect my views, our beliefs, our religion.
6: from the shadows, you see? And they call themselves the guardians of the secrets of the ages. And their first, their first religion was called astro-theology, or the worship of the heavens. And their first object of worship was the sun. The second object of worship was the moon. And everywhere you see the mystery schools or the mystery religion, you will see the symbols of the sun and the moon, also known as Osiris and Isis. For in the religion of the mystery schools, they believed that man was held prisoner in the Garden of Eden by an unjust and vindictive God. And that man was not told by this unjust and vindictive God that he could have the same power. And man was set free from the bonds of ignorance by Lucifer through his agent Satan. And many believe that the two are the same. That's okay because maybe they are. And that through the gift of intellect, man himself will become God those of you who understand what I am imparting to you now, you may not even have to listen any farther, for it explains everything that has ever happened in the history of man, and everything that is happening now, and all that is to happen in the future. They believe that the tree-dwelling ancestors of man were among the most intelligent beings their distant age and when these creatures finally abandoned the trees and walked fully upright freeing their hands to serve as implements of their minds as well as their bodies there began the most successful evolutionary drive toward higher intelligence ever witnessed in nature now notice lucifer was called the son of the morning star It was also called the morning star and there is a great mystery here because Christ also called himself the morning star but I have been told by those who have been initiated in the mystery schools that Christ and Lucifer are one and the same being what you believe of course is your own business and is not my intention to make you believe anything, but rather to impart to you what I have learned over many, many years of study into the secrets of those who worship the ancient mystery religions in secret for thousands of years. I do not advise you what you should believe or not believe but I do advise you that we all need to learn as much as we can about everything that we can because one thing I have learned in my life is that most of what we have ever been taught has been a lie. And that whoever these people are who are the priests the adepts, the initiates, of the mystery schools. They are in control and they are shaping the future and that future will affect all of us so we had better learn as much about them as we
8: can. One of the, the brilliant things about Bill was that he was able to fluidly switch between when he was reading to when he was commenting so that sometimes it was imperceivable. He had such a, a fantastic grasp of uh, the English language that he could speak to you almost the same way that these ancient texts did.
6: You have to be very careful about how we interpret what we read, especially the Bible. And I'll tell you why. When I research these secret societies, and I research the Bible, by the way, I'm a Christian, so if you're a Christian, don't think I'm knocking your religion, I'm not. I'm just telling you what i found i have found that at the very heart and core of all these secret societies lurks the kabbalah the kabbalah is the ancient jewish mysticism it is a method of encoding information through a system of mathematics and numbers it is some of the most ancient knowledge that man has ever possessed and has been kept Secret and given only to those who have proven themselves worthy through the process of initiation. Nobody knows where it comes from. I can tell you this. It was there long before the Jews came along. The Jews just took it and preserved it. And they passed it down. And it's used by everybody. Because it's at the heart and core of the secret knowledge. The metaphysics. The real science that none of us know anything about. These people that belonged to the secret societies never dared to write down in any language what they knew, what it was that they were guarding, because then someone could steal it and then the secret would be out. So they devised secret systems of encoding the secrets of the ages, the knowledge, the hidden knowledge, the occult. Now occult doesn't mean evil. It doesn't mean the devil. It doesn't mean Satan. Occult means hidden. It means hidden. That's all it means. So they took this knowledge and they made it occult through a system of encoding encryption, one of which is mathematics, numbers. Another is architecture. Everybody wonder why do they have a fraternal organization called the Freemasons? Aren't those the guys that build walls? You bet they do. But every wall they build contains the secrets that have been kept and maintained throughout the ages and it's encoded in the architecture and in the measurements of the buildings and in the mathematical formulas used to derive the geometry and the shape, the length and breadth and height of rooms all encoded there.
11: The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society and we are as a people inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means, for expanding its sphere of influence on infiltration instead of invasion, on subversion instead of elections, on intimidation instead of free choice, on guerrillas by night instead of armies by day. It is a system which has conscripted vast human and material resources into the building of a tightly knit, highly efficient machine that combines military diplomatic, intelligence, economic, scientific, and political operations. Its preparations are concealed, not published. Its mistakes are buried, not headlined. Its dissenters are silenced, not praised. No expenditure is questioned. No rumor is printed. No secret is revealed.
6: So they ordered his execution. It was actually ordered by the policy committee, the Bilderberg Group in The Hague, in Geneva, Switzerland, and was carried out by agents of the secret government in Dallas. Um, The man who actually administered the coup de gras was the driver of the car, William Greer. We have a film in beautiful living color uh, that you can actually see with your own eyes. William Greer turned with an assassination pistol in his left hand and shoot the president point blank in the head over his right shoulder. Um, It's incredible that it's been hidden from the public for all these years, but the same film has been shown on television for all these years, but they've always zoomed right in on Kennedy and cut the driver out so you can never see it. It's the Zapruder film. It was never shown to the Warren Commission. They never saw it.
9: society and, we, and they are there more and more people are becoming poor
3: by this time Bill had become a popular lecturer author and radio show host his shortwave radio program the hour
8: of the time could be heard five nights a week throughout the world It was an event. It was always exciting, waiting for the hour of the time to come on, turning on your shortwave and hoping that that night that the propagation was good across the airwaves because, of course, shortwave is extremely susceptible to weather conditions, and when weather conditions are favorable, favorable, uh, you're heard around the world, but when they're not, uh, you're not heard anywhere. So it was always, uh, there was an anticipation for the hour of the time coming on. I love the intro music. I, I waited to hear that. Siren starting and the dogs begin to bark because you knew that there was something exciting happening and bill cooper was on the air once again
6: to the hour of the time I'm William Cooper for the first time in the history of the world man was free literally a king and queen in his or her own right over the years that promise has extended to many other peoples. that promise eliminated slavery that promise has caused poor unhappy people living under tyranny all over the world To set their eyes on the shores of this country with only one thought in their mind to get here however they had to get here and even if they had to die in the process in order that they could also be free. And so why ladies and gentlemen are we so eager to give it away for some imaginary new world order under a United Nations charter that it will do away with war forever? You believe that.
8: If you really believe that, and you fall for that deception, you'll be so sorry for the rest of your lives. He he had such a way with radio; uh, really took you back to, I think, the pre-TV days when people used to sit around the radio and listen to it. That's what would happen in my living room. Friends would come over, and we'd listen to Bill Cooper, and uh, there was a certain nostalgia to it, but the fact that he was dealing with all of these current events and things that were happening right before our eyes uh, added more drama to the whole situation and it was just a wonderful experience every night sitting down and listening to Bill.
6: Every time any church gets control of government the people suffer It has always happened. That's why our Founding Fathers established a country where that was not supposed to happen, where everybody was free to worship at the altar of their choice. And if you think they were all of one mind, you better think again. How many religions of the Protestant group do you think existed in this country when our Founding Fathers put together the Constitution? Over 1,500 different groups, all claiming they were right, teaching a different dogma, quoting scripture to justify what they said, and everybody else was going to hell. So don't give you this Christian nation bullshit, because that's what it is. This nation reflected Christian values because the people who made up the government in the early days were Christian, but none of them agreed with each other, and they still don't today.
0: Bill married, had children. Hey, yeah. All right. So here we are. We're back on the MG show. Uh, We're going through this documentary. Shady, are you there? Yes, I am. All right. So, uh, yes. So this is an amazing documentary. Uh, it does continue. We're going to just take our break. Like we normally do for red state talk radio and everywhere else. Shady.
1: Yeah. I, I hope you guys are really enjoying it. Uh, something right there at the end. I just want you to focus on so many, so willing to give it all up. What does he mean right there? Talking about innocent until proven guilty. That is what our country is. And I'd just like for you to reflect for a moment on the way things are happening right now with Donald Trump and the left, 50% of the country, of the left, are willing to give it all up so that Trump can be guilty without being actually convicted. That's a situation that we're currently facing right now that goes directly to what Mr. Cooper was talking about there.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And Bill Cooper is 80 years old. He was born on May 6th, 1943, and Sunday of this weekend, 11-5, 2021, is when he was... uh, um, murdered basically Shady Groove and we want to we understand that you guys understand that and uh, you know we're going to take a quick break guys Uh, rest in peace Bill Cooper a big part of our lives Shady Groove and hopefully he's becoming a big part of yours as we continue our hunt for the truth absolutely thank you guys so much for uh, for caring yeah man so we'll be right back take a break get your coffee get your popcorn get your cafe cafe Chaney, take it away. Stay tuned for hour number two of the
1: Matrix Groove Show, live on Red State Talk Radio, coming right up after these words in the Matrix with 3x's.com. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Wow, it's so soft and smooth. It's cool to
5: the touch. How did you do that? Well, we took MyPillow's patented bill and combined it with this new technology that we didn't have back then when I invented my pillow to bring you the best pillow in history, MyPillow 2.0. regular $259.92, now only $99.98. King size, just $10 more. This is a limited time offer, so please order now.
4: Government-induced inflation, taxes, rising interest rates, and political instability. They all have a crushing effect on our investments, often causing the stock market to go down. They can also cause gold and silver to go up. There's a time to be in stocks, bonds, and mutual funds, and there's a time to get out. This is the time to hold gold and silver.
0: Welcome back. Hour number two. Normally we have a song right here, but uh, we're playing a an amazing documentary about William Cooper. William Milton, Milton William Cooper, an amazing guy. Q Clearance, by the way, as well, uh, telling the story. And we're going to get into the meat of it here coming up. You do not want to miss. Stay tuned here and watch the rest of this documentary. It goes into some really amazing things, Shady.
1: Yeah, it really does. You're getting ready to uh, see the uh, to what actually happened, the actual testimony of people on the ground that uh, were there and understood what happened the day that uh, Bill Cooper was killed and uh, the, the setup. And like I said earlier in the beginning of the show, just pay extra close attention to the way everything got set up for the events that occurred and the uh, stories that came out in the media compared to what really happened. Our hats go off to Bill Cooper. I do not think that either of us would be
0: here in these chairs if not for this man right here that's right and i'd like to thank you guys for your rumble oh, never mind no, no rumble rants all right guys so let's go back into it bill cooper
8: now uh, Kaji stands for the citizens agency for joint intelligence and it was bill's research gathering arm of his whole operation his principal idea behind Kaji was to get a whole group of uh, like-minded researchers and individuals, uh, p- patriots in the US and throughout the world really. Um, at one point the Citizens Agency for Joint Intelligence was the largest civilian intelligence gathering organization in the world. And the one thing about CAGI was that it wasn't a secret of society like the FBI or CIA would be. It was an intelligence gathering organization with the idea of putting this gathered intelligence out to the rest of the world. During the late nineties, Bill's
3: outspoken disposition would find him harassed by government agents who kept watch on him in Arizona and tried desperately to keep him quiet by accusing him of federal violations including tax evasion and bank fraud that to this day
10: have yet to be validated. Essentially, by June, July 98, uh, I was moved here with Bill to conduct full-time research into the mystery schools and secret societies and uh, the government protocols in general. Uh, I was in the next town over running some business errands and came back and he came rushing out to meet me. And uh, he said the federal marshals were just here. I said, what? He said, yeah, they came up and they said they were going to serve me with charges. Well he counted them with the jurisdictional issue which he is probably the expert on or was the expert on and is on the website because then they started they as in federal government started pulling goofy stuff. Uh, Agent Fillerup was an FBI agent out of Pine Top Lakeside. Agent Fillerup showed up one day, this is just a couple weeks after the federal marshal initial visit. We were out in the backyard barbecuing which we often did he got out of his Bronco and said, Oh, I just want to talk like old friends. And uh, basically, we told him we knew he was full of shit. And well, let, let me just hand you this envelope. And he's waving it. No. And uh, we were still barbecuing away, and he was still out the side of his vehicle there. And he goes, Well, I'm going to come on up. And, and Bill told him point blank Do not come up here. You're not welcome. I'm not talking to you. You go back and tell your bosses that there's not going to be another Waco or Ruby Ridge in this country and this time you guys and this was his own words you stepped on your dick and uh... he got back in and back down the hill he only had about a year basically had a timeline to bring bill in on these trumped up tax evasion charges and bank fraud we did have a meeting with uh... congressman and his staff Uh, they they he brought his entire staff up to one of our backyard little barbecue things and we knew they were coming up, but we had to cook anyway. And uh, they, they sat and, and talked to us for quite a while, but they weren't willing to help. And we were, like I say, always wanting a peaceful end to this and an answer to our jurisdictional questions. And to alleviate this problem, another thing we did was contacted any bank you'd ever dealt with. Car loans, banks, uh, house loans, property loans, anything. Oh, no, here we were glowing customer. Paid off early, never late. No fraud in existence. So essentially, when the year came up that Filler, app, filler Up was quasi given as a deadline and nothing had taken place, uh, he was moved on, Agent Filler Up, to who knows where, maybe the real Siberia. And uh, things seemed to calm down a little bit. Um, and we were hoping that maybe it would just kind of go away.
3: Unfortunately, things did not calm down. After Agent Fillerup's departure, more agents were assigned to watch Cooper, and Bill was eventually placed in what was known in the 90s as Filegate, where President Clinton ordered unconstitutional investigations into a number of individuals that were deemed a threat. The heat escalated to the point where Bill felt it was necessary to protect his wife and children by placing them in hiding for their own safety. It was now Bill and Doyle fighting the federal government on what seemed to be phantom charges.
10: Towards maybe the last eight months or so of his life, because of events happening around the world and then culminating in 9 11, uh, as far as world type events, uh, Bill really turned the heat up on the people that would see this country's demise on his broadcast and on his website. And at that point you could a person could tell if they had watched the happenings and knew the knew the facts, not just the crap that was put in a paper here and there about Bill or the situation here. And had done the research that now it wasn't a matter of if but when for Bill's demise. In August of
3: 2001, a local doctor by the name of Scott Hamlin had reported to local Eager Police that he had been harassed while parked on Bill's Hill by a man who followed him, pulled out a gun, and threatened him in front of his wife and kids. Even though it could not be proven that it was Bill, law enforcement now had a reason for
10: serving a warrant for his arrest. Dr. Hamlin had been going up and playing real petty little... Games at night, and up right next to Bill's property. Uh, this particular night, he had his family up there, and they claimed they were just up there to watch the the lightning storms. But the problem was, is, uh, Dr. Hammond really egg people on. He was a he's a real weasel. And Bill had enough of it and ordered him off the whole area. Just get out of here! I'm calling the cops. Now, if Bill wanted to do harm to him, he would not call the cops obviously Uh, bill told me about this the next day and that was pretty much all that was of it the first warrant was served on september 11th of
3: 2001 but was postponed it would not be until november of 2001 when the police would finally make an attempt to raid cooper cooper's broadcasts at this time had already been looking into the federal government's compliance
8: in the events of 9-11. One of the things that makes everybody wonder why Bill was Bill's life was snuffed out in in 2001 was because in in June of that year uh, Osama bin Laden who was a relative unknown at that time, Bill had been following the news and found a lot of curiosities and went on the air predicting that there would be a major attack in the United States and that it would be blamed on Osama bin Laden but he was literally the the scapegoat that was being used, not truly behind the attacks. So that, I mean, just a few months before the events of September 11th, and then, of course, Bill's life uh, cut short shortly thereafter.
6: Supposedly, a CNN reporter found Osama bin Laden, took a television camera crew with him, went into Osama bin Laden's hideout, interviewed him and his top leadership and he came out and told everybody within three weeks Osama bin Laden is going to attack the United States and Israel. Now don't you think that's kind of strange folks? You see because the largest intelligence apparatus in the world with the biggest budget in the history of the world has been looking for Osama bin Laden for years and years and years and can't find him. Some doofus jerk-off reporter with a camera crew bosses right into his hideout and interviews him. And I'm telling you, be prepared for a major attack. But it won't be Osama bin Laden. It will be those behind the New World Order. I wonder what Osama Bin Laden's targets are supposed to be and if they don't you know if this doesn't materialize in the next two or three weeks it will eventually materialize because they haven't succeeded in getting the guns out of the hands of the American people nor have they succeeded in taking our freedoms away and so I tell you with a certainty they must do something terrible in order to stop this backlash and regain the sympathy of the mass herds of sheeple out there.
10: heard the commotion out here, just the ruckus because the noise that comes up the road being so rough and stuff. He he assumed, I guess, that it was typical high school partiers because they leave their trash and stuff out and the local property owners all around us had come to us and asked us to run them off because they were destroying gates and fences. Um, he came out, got in his truck. Uh, his truck was always parked right out in front of the house there, right past the driveway. He would park just in front of the lawn, always normally face that direction. And uh, he whipped around the cul-de-sac, I would have to assume, because that's what always took place. And he then proceeded down this cul-de-sac here, which is uh, Clearview Circle Drive. He's 96 Clearview Circle Drive. That's on the county register. He came down here, and then at that point, he came down to go to this other end of the, of the street, which is right down there. You can see the sign in the gate. Okay, that's where they parked, and that was real common for the high school children and people making noise and throwing trash around and stuff to do. They would park down there. That particular owner owns the rest of the 40 acres down there, and he was particularly perturbed because they would vandalize his fences and cattle troughs. <laughs> cul-de-sac here where the truck was parked it was unmarked no one was in uniforms they did not identify themselves that was it they said that in their briefings the very next day Uh, they were parked here they intentionally had a vehicle with an incredibly loud stereo system and they made a lot of noise themselves you know hooting and hollering Uh, bill came down and told them this is based on the law enforcement people that told me this that were involved that night bill told them if they didn't leave he was calling the police and they shunned him on so he he then turned around to go back to his home up there and call the police now at that point they were here and he just basically turned right there just out on this lot a little bit and went on back right here out of this juniper was a spot i was told by law enforcement officials that um, the first deputy came out right at Bill's truck, because he was cruising along slow, watching them more than likely in his rearview mirror, me knowing him very well, uh, to make sure they didn't follow him back over there. He came out, and this is the point where Bill knocked him off surely with his arm, not ran over anything. Uh, that guy basically just landed on his butt because Bill hit it, hit the gas. So he, had, he made this little curve here, and this is where he stopped. At this point, according to law enforcement officials, from their briefing, and then plus people on site right then. When he stopped, one more person approached the vehicle, but not running. And that's when he did the open hands thing and a sign of, you know, like surrender or whatever. Here's where he hit up on the bank, just trying to get avoid the vehicle that then came shooting up here full bore, full speed, came ripping up the hill. So obviously the people at the end had communications with people down there on the road, must have verified the bill, Turned around, coming back to his house. So they came zooming up here in a vehicle. He's avoiding him. he comes up on this bank, it was testified as that by the uh, law enforcement reports as well as the evidence on his vehicle that that is what happened. The exhaust system was tore off the bottom. He then proceeded right there past the small elms and the driveway to the front of his yard. I was told by the law enforcement officials that were on site and ones that had to come up afterwards and get a briefing so they knew what went on roughly, because public was obviously going to be coming, try to come up here, and news crews and all whatnot. They had put out that Bill is not to be let to that house, let back in that house alive. It was premeditated. It was put out that Bill will not be allowed back in alive. Right here at Bill's home is where he pulled up, uh, his front of this vehicle would be towards me. Uh, the other vehicle was parked with his, the front towards the other end of the street. Um, Bill ran around the back of his vehicle which would be towards the driveway. He then proceeded across his yard. This is when the shooting began according to their reports. The vehicle that was parked here besides his, his truck which is pointed that way. He had bought for Jessica, his daughter, and then she didn't want it so it was just sitting here. Uh, Sheriff Goldsmith was ran around the back of it, which would be towards me, and got on this street side to use the vehicle as protection. At that point Bill is approximately halfway in the yard and still running with his back towards him. They claim at that point he began shooting, which was with his right arm just thrown backward haphazardly pulling the trigger of a 38 snub nose Smith & Wesson. Uh, from where we're standing would be essentially the angle that Goldsmith would have been standing but closer. Uh, Marinas would have been by the 58 Chevy which would be equivalent to that truck but backed all, but up all the way to the wall. Uh, next to that in post of the front porch. Uh, Bill was supposedly shooting backwards like this, which would be back towards the street in reality, that direction, when he hit marinas, that angle does not work at all. Plus, the bullet hole in the glass of the 58 Chevy indicates a bullet path of approximately this direction through the driver's roll-down window and out the passenger corner of the windshield. Clearly, it went towards the dome in town, which is the high school field for playing during the winter. Um, at that point, Goldsmith opened fire, uh, hitting Bill several times. Bill fell down right where the porch would start, and the dirt would meet the concrete sidewalk next to the planter. You can just slightly see raised on this side, favoring me from the front door. That's where he fell, and. Uh, According to them, they quit shooting and he was dead
12: an Apache County Sheriff's Deputy is in the hospital after being shot in the head by a so-called militia member now what we know is that that militia member is dead our Gary Harper has the very latest on what's going on with that story Gary Marty Scott this all happened in a little town called Eager Arizona which is just on the eastern side of the state of Arizona it's almost on the border of New Mexico this is what we know so far Sheriff's Deputies we understand we trying to serve some type of arrest warrant on a man by the name of William Cooper. He's also known as Bill Cooper. He reportedly has been known to be hostile toward law enforcement, so sheriff's deputies apparently disguised themselves as a bunch of rowdy teenagers in the back of a pickup truck in hopes of luring Cooper out, and it apparently worked. However, when Cooper realized what was happening, he reportedly pulled a gun and shot a 40-year-old deputy in the head. During the gunfight, Cooper himself was shot, and he was killed. Now, this is what we know about Bill Cooper. Officials say he belongs to some kind of militia movement and has published several anti-establishment articles. He has a website, we understand, and on that website, he acknowledges that there is an arrest warrant for him, but he writes, and we're quoting here, any attempt by any federal government agent or anyone else to execute the unlawful arrest warrants will be met with armed resistance back. Any person who attempts to kidnap our children will be shot upon discovery. And that is apparently what happened earlier this morning, sometime after midnight, Cooper reportedly pulling a gun and shooting a 40-year-old Apache County Sheriff's Deputy in the head. That Sheriff's Deputy, we understand, has been flown to Phoenix, where he is in a hospital. We are trying to get his condition right now. We do not know exactly what his condition is. And we understand that the militia member, uh, in this case Bill Cooper, was shot to death. We do have a crew en route to Eager, Arizona, and we'll have a lot more coming up on
8: tonight's news. Yeah, all right. This was an extremely serious event, not just because Bill had been shot, but what precipitated this? How did, how did this happen? Was this... Uh, no one knew the answer, so immediately we got on the internet and we started searching, uh, downloading news articles from Arizona, uh, trying to find out. I got on the phone was calling the hour of the time phone line which of course was busy most of the time and then I would leave a message when I could please call me back not understanding all of the chaos that Doyle was involved with that day as well
4: can't trust the
3: papers as Bill would say in fact within the first sentence of the first article that was written about this in the Arizona Republican the word militia appears the name Timothy McVeigh appears This kind of irresponsible journalism, uh, unfortunately, was something Bill had to fight off for, as he would say, years and years and years and years and years. Bill was not a member of a militia, but he believed very strongly in the Second Amendment, and he did a program on how to form your own militia. And do it legally.
8: After Bill was killed, uh, virtually every newspaper article that you would see on Bill or any report in, on television or on radio uh, f- always mentioned Timothy McVeigh and that Timothy McVeigh and William Cooper were connected. And uh, Bill was portrayed as an extreme right-wing lunatic that was encouraging the activities of Timothy McVeigh. While while in fact Timothy McVeigh did listen to William Cooper and in fact visited him, uh, came up to Bill's Hill to visit him, uh, Bill told him to get lost.
6: Michael Brescia, who is John Doe number two, the spitting image of the drawings that they put out, wearing the exact same cap that was worn by the man in the drawings that they put out with the same tattoo on his left arm, stood in front of me for 10 minutes and talked to me in the company of Timothy McVeigh. And Tim McVeigh was not the leader. Tim McVeigh probably didn't say more than 25 or 30 words during the entire time. Michael Brescher did all of the talking. And the last thing he said before they left in their green Mercury Marquis station wagon with a puke yellow interior was watch Oklahoma City. If anyone was in charge, at least on that day, it was Michael Brescia, John Doe number two, not ever Timothy McVeigh. They told us during that conversation that they were setting out on a mission to make things better in this country and that they had the approval of the United States Army who had implanted them with computer chips, had given them their blessings and knew exactly where they were and what they were doing all the time.
10: Bill was left to lie there in the front yard. Non-lethal devices are the supposed norm in the country and the state supposedly stressed and was verified in newspaper articles afterwards not even pertaining to Bill's case just informational articles out of the Arizona Republic no such device was used nets, stun guns, anything, all the fancy foams and rubber bullets, none of that Uh, the Apache County Coroner to declare Bill dead and deny him, obviously, medical treatment if he's dead. Happened to be Dr. Scott Hamlin. Uh, he was not called, theoretically, because he'd be a conflict of in- interest, which he would be, but I can't believe they used such wise judgment now all of a sudden. So Navajo County had to be called to clear the next county over. And obviously, woken up, you know, all this stuff. So there's a huge time frame here. But Bill received no medical treatment. The sheriff's deputies took it in their own hands and the paramedics that he did not need to be treated. He was just gone for good and that's all there was to it. DPS is wrapping up their all day long site investigation. Bill's body has been out there all day, so who knows how it was tampered with. Uh, Cameras, nobody was allowed up there. You couldn't get within it to get camera views. Even the helicopters were shunned off, so they couldn't get views of the body. So there's no way to ever tell if it was moved a hundred times maybe before the ambulance picked it up. It was then taken to Tucson Forensics Lab for an autopsy.
6: smart enough to know what is transpiring here, know that these are historic broadcasts, and by making these broadcasts, I have sealed my fate. I found this to be true if you're not walking on the razor blade you're really living in a kind of death existence you have to have that danger facing you that if I slip I'm dead that's what makes you live that's what gives you life that's what gives you purpose and I sincerely believe that any man or woman who does not have principles for which they're ready and willing to die for at any given moment that they're called upon to do that is already dead and are of no use or consequence to themselves or anyone else and will be unhappy throughout their life for that very reason and that very reason alone.
10: Okay, this is Main Street of Springerville, the town that's connected to Eager and this is the, uh, also the highway coming in to Springerville from St. John's. Uh, this is our research center that we opened up after Bill's death. Uh, we had to close it due to financial constraints um, recently. You're seeing the last of it. Um, what, what this room contained was the core research books and articles. Uh, along every wall that you see, seven shelves high, from fl- literally from the floor, to up high was solid books. We categorized them and alphabetized them by by category and then alphabetized them in each category. So it was easy to look up. Down the middle here were all desks. And with all the outlets, we had the ability that people could come in and use each format of digital, or I mean, excuse me, of uh, media, for instance, beta, VHS, Hi8, whatever, with a monitor. And they could use books. And I made arrangements with the copy shop down the street and they would make copies for us at a reduced rate. Um, that way the books never left the building. Uh, this whole front portion from this here was solid file cabinets completely packed full. Every single drawer, the big file cabinets of in individual pieces of research material. Rare transcripts, any of that stuff. All this we still possess. I just have it in safe storage now. This was the studio, the audio and video portions. Watch your step. Uh, Back here just the remnants of cable. Uh, All my masters are just down here on the floor. Bill's are all preserved in a safe place. Those are just the masters of all my broadcast. And um, in here was audio and video setup and all our duplication, order fulfillment. And here is the famous microphone that Bill uh, loved so much and talked about on the air, the RCA tube mic here. Um, He really liked this microphone a lot. From when he got it that's all he used on the broadcast. How old is it? Oh, 40's. This is one of his Vietnam service medals. Some of his were um, just destroyed over the years moving. So he had put together this batch uh, prior to his death because he wanted to uh, Kind of make it a, a, an assemblage of the co- medals that were over there at the time that people were earning for the Quaviet website. And this one's the Republic of Vietnam's uh, service medal. is the commendation medal. And above me you see the ribbon that you wear. This is really for decorative purposes only and hi- historical. Really, uh, you don't ever wear these except for the when they're pinned on you and you take them off. Uh, This one right here is Naval Service and here is National Defense Service Medal. These, uh, some of these pieces down, well all these pieces down here were some of Bill's favorites um, that he had in his work area on display. Uh, That was his Say No to the UN plaque he got from the Lansing, Michigan speech. Uh, That tape will be familiar to many in the audience.
6: Because when I'm here, I'm just Bill Cooper. I'm talking to you from my heart. When I'm on the radio, I am on a mission. And that mission is to slap people upside the head and wake them up and even make them hate me. If that's what it takes to get them to go examine what I'm telling them to find out that it's right. You see, I don't care how it's done as long as they wake up. If I have to be the bad guy that they're going to hate for the rest of their life, that's okay with me.
7: If I wake them up.
10: A bill of rights uh, from a very old, old print. And they uh, fixed it to that wood placard and gave that to him, some of his friends. Um, The Saint Casting Out Lucifer. That was by The Kitchen. Uh, This is one of his all-time favorite records ever. Uh, Love is a Gentle Thing. Here was a... uh, Here's a... Nice reproduction of the Declaration of Independence for the States of America. And here's a, uh, a leather embossed plaque that uh, Eva and I had gotten Bill um, for his birthday back in uh, 1999, 2000, one or the other. Uh, it's the prayer at Valley Forge from the famous painting of George Washington praying. Asking for guidance. As this copper uh, engraved plate and raised of uh, JFK, John Fitzgerald Kennedy, the 35th president, uh, this one of Bill's favorite pieces, hung in the hall entryway of the house. Mm, I don't know where he even got this, but he really liked it and made sure it was always up wherever he moved. The story of how I came upon this site is a, a unique one. Uh, tasked with having to find a site and not much time, I went to the city of Springerville and this was one of the few things that worked out smoothly following his death, and at least with all the arrangements. Uh, I went down there. Uh, the city personnel in Springerville knew my situation and why I was there. Uh, they gave me the funeral plot on a handshake and let me pay it off a month later And. They even had the city working crew, the field crew that would have to dig it, uh, come out after hours that day when they could have been home because they weren't getting paid to meet me. Uh, It's an old cemetery, basically uh, a very crude mapping system because of the age of the graves. Uh, I met Tom, the city crew member, right down there at the entryway. And I parked, he was behind me. And I got out of the vehicle, said, hey, let's take a look. And he goes, well, let's just start walking around and see what you think. Uh, I I saw this elm tree here and was drawn here almost like magnetically it was really strange and the hair on the on my neck almost stood up the whole time and I walked with a purpose straight to that tree and then looked over here and walked straight to here no him Han skip a lot of space and I look out here and it's the exact view that Bill loved in the after mornings, afternoons, whenever, but afternoons is favorite. It's the same view we had from his back porch, where we would barbecue and sit and listen to shortwave radio at night and watch the sunset and the snow and just beautifully loved it. He talked about it on the radio often. Um, so I'm standing here, I'm looking at this, and it's amazing. I'm still getting this chill feeling, and I look over like this, and there's Bill's house perfectly in line, and this is essentially. The exact same elevation and line of his back porch, where he always sat and enjoyed the view of this valley, the round valley here. And I said, well, what about this spot here? And he says, oh, I think that's taken. So he pulls out this map, a lot of it hand-drawn and added to. And, well, and behold, he goes, well, I'll be dang, there's two spots open here. I thought they were full. And I said, I want this one no matter what. Uh, The gentleman, Tom, uh, circled the area with cones and parked a, and parked a vehicle here and notified the city crews that no one wants to get this spot because it was for uh Bill. And that's pretty much how it happened. Oh, it's North Carolina. North Carolina. Okay, so they're okay. deleted
9: North Washington. Carolina being put down now.
10: These are from uh, Michigan.
9: So. Uh, so. uh, 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 okay, now we're getting one. These are Petoskey Stones. Tasky stones from Michigan.
4: Okay. I think this also came from Lisa. It's from a rock from Washington State.
9: Where's that one from? Vermont. Vermont.
8: Both? Yes. The tumbled flint from Ohio. Flip, Ridge, Flip Ridge, like. Ridge, actually, no less. So.
10: This is from Chicago, Illinois. Crack around already. Yeah,
7: yeah. It is a geo. Oh, right
10: wow. There. Yeah. Probably due to the light and circumstances, the research he was involved in and what he was exposing, I have no doubt he is in a much better place on having to mess with this anymore. And uh, But he left behind a huge hole. <laughs> in society and in this whole genre of research, that cannot be filled by anyone else—at least that I've ever ran into—in this field, or expect to run into. He's missed by many, and he made his fair share of enemies. What sometimes that happens if you're going to call her bluff, especially in front of five or ten thousand guests at a speaking engagement.
8: Ideally, we hope the hour of the time will continue forever, or at least as long as Doyle and I are around, which is going to be a good long time. <laughs> um, we'd like to take the hour of the time in the same direction Bill was always pointing it. Uh, we, we don't want to deviate too far from that. Granted, we have to make the hour of the time a bit more our own. Bill Cooper's not around anymore, and we're constantly uh, receiving emails, both good and bad, some saying, excellent job guys, really appreciate what you're doing, and some of them saying, you know, Bill wouldn't have done it this way. Well, unfortunately, Bill's not around anymore, and he's not here to tell us how he might have done things. Uh, I think between Doyle and myself, we have a good understanding of, of what Bill would have wanted us to do. Some of it's in writing. <laughs> and those things we are following to the T. And Definitely the pursuit of truth is key and the more knowledge you get the closer you
10: get to that goal. I've seen too much through my life happenings to verify the problems and uh, this whole one world government scheme they're definitely not backing off Uh, I've been privy to too much knowledge and research materials to give it up now the naysayers out there that say it can't be reverted back or only choice is to sit here and wait for Christ to come because we're doomed or whatever I don't agree with because the same thing was told to the founding fathers and framers and uh, look what that small handful of men and colonies did and the ripples it caused around the world and forever in world history what it's going to have caused um, you know they took on the, the British Empire the sun never sets on the British Empire was the logo at the time and uh, the most powerful government in pretty much world history to that point and they took it on a bunch of people that knew that what was going on was wrong and defeated it and because of that the Revolution, the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution and Bill of Rights, we completely rewrote the history of mankind this country did and to see it squandered because of a few families and secret societies uh, behind the scenes pulling the strings of our fiat, essentially fiat government, uh, would be to to look back at all those men and women and children included everything that have died preserving that heritage in this country and just calling it all a waste of time. Everybody's fought for it and died for it and or been hurt one way or the other. That would be a complete waste of their lives and to throw it away directly myself with possession of Bill's archives and stuff, would just be saying that Bill's life was meaningless, to just box it up or just to turn it off and say later.
9: Do you understand what I'm telling you?
0: guys back to well guys i i hope you enjoyed that uh bill cooper has meant a lot to both shady and myself um and you know it was an amazing uh documentary and we wanted to share that with you Uh, i know you know people are you know trying to you know say that they're related to bill cooper in this movement um but i tell you bill cooper has done a lot for me for shady and ultimately for you, you know, as we were red pilled before Q. I uh, I think it helped us to uh, have that discernment. Um, you know, I was cued over twenty some odd times. Uh, shady was cued along with me as well, and uh, the paysur research, uh, you know, started with you know understanding the bloodlines and what they believe in, and learning, you know, from Bill Cooper with you know all of his you know different shows, Shady Groove, and just shining the light on truth. Uh, he does a lot of things. He wanted the, his listeners to get active in, in in the community. That's what we want you to do. You know, Q isn't hopium. Q is news unlocks map and vote, vote, vote. We're going to do our part. Are you going to do yours? That is not sitting around waiting for somebody to uh, have foreign people coming through the border to help Donald Trump save the country. I mean, there's so many stupid narratives out there. And I think, Shady, my point is, is our discernment has been honed before Q.
1: It's a great point. And I, uh, you know, I'd like to add to that by saying, I'm not sure that the two of us could have worked together the same way if we didn't have that, uh, mutual understanding of uh, how to find the truth. And, you know, um, what I'd like to, 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 to impart on you today is you gotta have, just like you have relationships with people, you have to have a relationship with the truth. And there at the end, the video was uh, 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 dedicated to all the people with that unquenchable desire to find the truth. You don't know why, and you don't understand why other people don't. But what you have to realize is that a lot of other people really just don't want to know. And that is the hardest thing, I think, for me as a, a person who um, never thought I would be here doing this, uh, is, is was to understand and to realize, and I think that was a good aspect of what Q shared with us too, to say that the choice to know is yours. And we have to respect the choice of people who don't want to know. But the moment that we're in right now is such a, uh, watershed moment, I guess is a good term for it of, of people waking up and coming to the truth and becoming, um, uh, understanding of how to unite. And uh, I made the comment there that we can't unite with stupid. And that is exactly what Bill Cooper would tell you. He would tell you that you cannot unite with stupid. And that is the the hard, cold facts that a lot of people in this movement, unfortunately, can't get their head around, can't understand how to disagree, and can't understand that somebody talking about something that someone else is saying is wrong, is not an attack, it is a disagreement, and facts prove out which of the two parties are correct. I am blessed to be here. I would like to also uh, real quick, I would like to share with you in the, on Twitter, I'm going to uh, bro- drop the link to you here. I would like to share the uh, two and a half hour documentary uh, or, you know, doc whatever that I did on the Q Lounge live a little over a year ago. It will take you a little bit more in depth of what Bill Cooper was doing on the radio and and and, and, the, and the way that he would come at people. And I, And I show that specifically because I feel like that's the spirit that we use here. With, with with this show, that's what the truth is supposed to do. The truth is supposed to be belligerent, and and I am so blessed to have Jeff in the Matrix with me on this journey that we have been able to walk through. Because I'm almost certain that neither of us would have survived this journey alone and still be in this arena. And the only reason we're in this arena is because of you. And each day we tip our hat and give homage to each and every one of you. But I would like to just say to going forward, uh, big, much love to Robert Houghton and Doyle Shamley, who are keeping Bill Cooper's spirit alive, I would love to make contact with them, and also to have obedience and reverence to the truth in your personal life. You will find your way. You will find your individual way in life if all you do at the core of it is have obedience and reverence to the truth. The truth is the way. That is how you get out of it, and that is probably... The reason you might be in some stuff is because you didn't have reverence to the truth. And if we all do that, America will not have an issue and we can unite behind a president. And I tell you right now, and I don't want to be pulling words out of his mouth, Jeff. but I think if Bill Cooper were here right now, he would be fighting with us for Donald Trump tooth and nail because he understands the reverence to the truth.
0: I think this is what he's been waiting for, somebody to actually come in and realize, you know, what we've all realized, what he's realized. And I hope, you know, we do play a lot of Bill Cooper on this show in homage to him as well. Uh, Because we you said it right, Shady. If if we didn't go through our individual journeys of awakening and learning the truth and trying to help, you know, uh, just tell you the truth, right? Like, how do you find the truth? Well, you use Google. I don't care if you use Google. Don't use Google. Use Google, use DuckDuckGo, use whatever, all right? Uh, you've got to find the truth. I got two messages from people thinking that the FBI arrested, um wide load, Letitia James. You know, that's a real raw news article. Um, right now, we've got another narrative going on. Let me just uh, talk about this narrative real quick before we go. What do you think? Please weigh in. Premise. What if some of the military-aged illegal aliens are not a threat to our safety but are strategically placed to assist Trump? military national guard to have our backs if he's commander-in-chief if he is master strategist if the military is in fact in charge then my trust in the man leading the plan could mean we won may are making some er erroneous assumptions taking trust in ggt a step further as the chain uh, uh, commander-in-chief this border problem was anticipated and countered plan in place unless you probably put 17 spaces in here to to keep the people that have no brain in line please share your thoughts perception and wisdom this chick is bat shit crazy i'm just gonna say it shady groove do you think that what do you think bill cooper would say to this lady shady oh my god dude well
1: i mean i'm i'm not going to reiterate that i think that you summed it up right there in a very short phrase that would probably do and suffice us very well uh seven million guys 7 million people that this clown has led across that border. And now this is going to just say that this is, this is part of, of what we're here to, uh, to experience. Look at the way they're trying to get you to drop your defenses. Every single time with these narratives, they're trying to get you to drop your defenses. Oh, RFK Jr. He's really a nice guy. Look at him. Oh, he can barely talk, and he's been, uh, you know, uh, can't live without taking testosterone every day. But oh, he's a really nice guy. You, you will really like him. And the next thing you know, look at what's going on now. He's moved to independent, and he's pulling two to one away from Trump. That's exactly what they wanted to happen. And the people that are telling you that they didn't or don't understand or are faking, they are full of it. This lady right there, that comment, that takes the taco, like. You yeah. would literally, you want and to talk we, about a mad,
0: shady rant? Just <laughs> we can have one. You know, shady, and you know, she doesn't want you to watch this show. Because we're going right. to tell you that that's Looney Tune. You understand, guys, right? right? You guys understand. Press 17 if you understand that she's here to discredit Q. Devolution is here to discredit Q. Wait, press the 17s if you believe, believe both those statements or agree with those. We are here to just bring you the truth. Nothing more. It's the thirst for truth shaded group, that's what we're on. That's our mission.
1: That's what drives us. And that's the reason that we've become such great friends because it works in real life too. It doesn't, it's not just about a presentation. It's about a way to live. It's about curiosity. It's about having a curiosity that is so intense that no matter what these idiots do to you, they can't break it. It's curiosity. Yeah.
0: Yeah it's curiosity. And again, this, is, uh, this, this program was dedicated to Bill Cooper, where he died on Sunday, 11-5-2001. He'd be 80 years old today, and I think he's shining down. But it's all about the thirst for truth. We will see you Monday. Shady, great show, brother.
1: Thank you so much for listening, and thank all of you for caring enough to stand up.
0: Amen. The thirst for truth. Thank you for all your prayers and donations. Ingersoll Lockwood, I don't waste my time. Thank you.
13: I have a great thirst, an unquenchable thirst for truth, for knowledge. I have an unquenchable desire to meet my Lord and Savior face to face. I have a great need to help other people and try, try to wake them, to wake the people, to empower the people, and save freedom for the entire world, not just for this country, but for all people, of all colors, of all religions, of all nationalities, Beautiful or ugly or somewhere in between. I don't care. I have this great feeling of compassion and understanding for those of you who are asleep and who cannot wake up. And I realize and understand that some of you never will or it is not meant to be cannot. You are afraid. Standing up alone without looking to someone for leadership or someone to tell you what to do or where to go or give you your pittance so that you can live is a very scary proposition for most people. But at the same time, it is the only means of salvation up on this earth for the human race. Of who God decides to And bring into realization the rest of his plan. Man was put here to make a choice, to make a decision. You who say that everything is faded and everything must be and there's nothing you can do to change it? If that is true, why do you go on? Why do you go to work in the morning? Why do you go to church on Sunday? If you do, why do you go to the mosque? Why do you go to the synagogue? Why do you bother if everything is faded? It's going to come to pass no matter what you do. Why do you try to convert someone from an evil life to a good life? If everything is fated, that's their fate. Leave them alone. You see, on the one hand, you say you believe this, and on the other hand, you demonstrate to me that you don't believe it at all. That it's an excuse why you don't have to be responsible. We're at the fork in the road.
0: www.mg.show. Boom
5: and inflame them ah, this tweet. Cancel. Now finally,